Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Absolutely Podcast. My name is Amelia, and I have a very special guest with me today. His name is Patrick O'Neill. Um, we've been friends for like nine years, and he has started a clothing brand or streetwear brand. And so I just brought him on today to kind of talk about like what he does. And yeah, so we're going to dive into that today. And welcome back to the pod. Happy holidays, everybody. Holiday episode we got coming out. We tried recording this episode already with a video and the video cut up to three minutes and we were talking in the microphones for like 20 minutes straight without knowing. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, I'm going to welcome my friend Patrick to the pod. Everybody welcome Patrick and I'm going to have you give a little intro about yourself, who you are. Yeah. Well, thank you for the amazing intro. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Of course. Uh, yeah, my name is Pat O'Neill. Uh, again, like Amelia said, we've known each other for a long, long time. Uh, really good friends and yeah she basically gave the whole spiel just graduated from school and i have my own clothing brand that i'm running right now and yeah it's been pretty cool and there's like just lots of stuff that goes into it that you know i'm gonna share tell you guys about yeah we're gonna get straight into it also before we start this i'm gonna share a fun fact about patrick and i we have the same birthday february 1st yeah and patrick forgot that 10 seconds ago yeah (laughs) That was, that was a low point. Yep. So bad. anyways, um, so we're going to talk about Pat. So tell me baseline, quick, not just have to be quick, explain your brand, but just give me like, if someone were just to see rare blue on a sweatshirt, it'd be like, what is that? Like, what is your clothing yeah. brand? Yeah. So the brand is called rare blue, like you just said, and basically blue is my favorite color. And so when I was brainstorming ideas for the brand, that was something I really wanted to incorporate. And then um, just doing research on the color, you I found out how rare it actually is to be in, um, in nature, like out and about. Um, and just the way that the light um, reflects out into the world. Like it's like this crazy thing of our oceans and our skies are blue, but they're not actually made of blue pigment, which is the color. Um, and so, yeah, so it's kind of like a play on words and like blue is everyone's, it's like the world's most popular color. And so um, it kind of just goes into detail about how it's a rare color and we as humans, we're all rare ourselves, but it's the energy that we give off, which is, um, which attracts everyone to us into the color blue. Wow. Yeah, it was a little detailed right there, but. No, it's good. Yeah. You gave me the baseline of what it would be if I didn't know. Yeah. So that's good. Um. So I guess like when, what was the, like, when did Wear Blue come into your mind? Like how did it come about? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it was just at the end of my senior year of college. Um, it was something that I had done research on for a long time of just like following brands on Instagram or just watching a bunch of YouTubes on how to start your own brand and just kind of picking up things here and there of what I would want to see and what I want to do in, in my own creative journey. and so then. Eventually, like I had saved up enough money while working at school that I kind of just said, fuck it, let's ride. And <laughs> fuck just, it, let's um, ride. Yeah, no, it was just took brainstorming and just just making some, you know, cringy videos in my 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 room in my college house. But, Gotta do it. But honestly, that's like I look back and that was like the super, super fun part, which is kind of like learning how to express your creative side. Just like because I'd never been used to that before. Mm-hmm. Just growing up in school, like you're just not taught really or you yeah. don't learn how to just express yourself and creative ways i guess you'd say because 
don't really have time for it maybe right um but yeah so that that's how it came about um but more or less the brand is about storytelling and trying to just connect in to the people that buy the clothes and just kind of give that simple reminder of like you're not just buying your clothes just to wear but like Mm -hmm. you're wearing a piece that like reminds you of the value of yourself and you're kind of advocate advocating not for the brand but also just like the well-being of you and Mm -hmm. others and just like just a good message all around yeah 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 i'm currently wearing one of his sweatshirts and it says wear blue and it has a cool saying on the back yeah yeah sick it's pretty sick i can't lie (laughs) my mom has one too he gifted one to my mom (laughs) so her and i are currently matching in our rare blue sweatshirts (laughs) um so okay so what specific items of clothing do you sell and like are there specific sayings you put on each one or is it like how do you decide what goes on which you know yeah so usually i'll start out with the um, like either if i see a t-shirt like the, the cut of a t-shirt or like a material of a t-shirt that i want to use i'll use that inspiration or like it could be for anything else like a hoodie or for pants or for a beanie or something like that um and i'll make sure i find you know a blank or like a manufacturer that can make it in a high quality mm-hmm. um so obviously it's not just like cheap crap that you'll throw away <laughs> within like six months yep. like something you actually want to keep for a while um and then yeah i just go about just like I'll have an inspiration from something I saw, whether I'll be like, I'm like either just like something like a walk or like a trip, hanging out with a friend, like just getting pictures and inspiration or whatever, and kind of just creating just some crazy shit and just like, it's crazy, but then somehow relating it to like a purposeful message, right? like, um, like rarely found in nature. Like I thought, like I found the the stat that like the odds of a person being alive are just like ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It's just like second or like basically like, second to none um but then i found a way to incorporate that in like the last clothing collection called it rarely found in nature mm-hmm. and kind of just you know incorporated like these colors of just like kind of like chaos and just like how coming to be alive is just like life is just like random but you're here right now and your life has value and it's just like just a play on words again like mm-hmm. usual yeah always a play on words yeah <laughs> that's so cool i guess what what's your favorite collection so far how many do you have what's your favorite one so i have i've done four no two collections but i've had four drops so my first mm. drop was a my favorite t-shirt and it just says rare obviously <laughs> crazy but, but no it was way. um it, it was inspired by the the blue jay the bird because mm-hmm. blue jays they're not actually they don't actually have the color blue that's in their crazy feathers. To me. they actually just reflect the light of it so it kind of like played on the whole brand's idea perfectly mm-hmm. um but i just use really high quality t-shirt and like i don't know it's just like something i really really like and then that was the first one and then i also did um a shirt that said does love last and that was oh, that was a good one yeah that was another one it was on a brown shirt um and that was just a like just another thing like everyone thinks of love differently and it just was really cool to see people's perspective on do they think like love lasts do they think it doesn't like it was just kind of an open-ended question to see how people respond and it got mm-hmm. people talking about the brand like it mm. just kind of like gets people thinking yeah um and then the third collection i did was a sleeveless sweater vest it was like a knit knitted sleeveless sweater vest with the blue jay on it and then a pair of shorts um and that was 
over a collection called Process, not Product. I even got it tattooed on my hand. Sick um, tattoo. Thanks, dog. <laughs> Appreciate it. Anytime, no. bro. But um, but that one collection was just focused on. I think everyone just has their own. Like everyone has goals, and a lot of them kind of align the same way of just trying to get to a certain place. But everyone's way of getting there is completely different. Like mm-hmm. just your process of talking and uh, talking to different people, learning different skills, all at a different pace and time. And and so I thought that was like really, really, like um, it connected really deep with me because it applied to my life a lot of like trying to get to these places, but. I kept trying to follow other people's ways of doing it, kind of like almost cheating in a sense. Mm, so mm-hmm. I just going my own path. Um, but yeah, that one was really, really fun to do. And then I actually did my first photo shoot for that, like actually running out of studio. I was going to say that was like your first one where I've seen like studio shoots for it. Yeah, we went, I rented out a studio in downtown Chicago. And so like, sick. That was the first time ever doing that. And it was like actually just such a cool experience to do that. Um, and then the last one we did was obviously, like I said earlier, was really fun in nature. And we did, a double layered hoodie so it's like two hoodies sewn together like extra thick extra thick extra thick yeah (laughs) just the way you like it just like a super cozy hood that you'd want to wear like during the winter time that'll keep you warm like super super warm so you won't have to wear like a coat over it um and then yeah and then i did a beanie with it as well and then two or uh, a button-up fleece Mm -hmm. and this last one is it's um I think in terms of quality of the stuff I made, definitely my my favorite. Um, but the content, it's been a little tough because like I've wanted it because um, it hasn't been snowing around us. Mm. And I know it sounds mm-hmm. kind of weird to say, but like I was depending, like I was hoping depending on the, on the snow, depending on the snow <laughs> to make some cool, so to make some cool content. Yeah. Oh, that'd be such a cool shoot. But um, but yeah, so it's it's just been super fun along the way, and honestly, like. Just trying to build up a reputation of like, you know, a good story behind it. So, sorry, please. Oh, okay, I think yeah, it's just hold it. Okay, I think it's working now. Um, yeah, that's so cool. Oh my gosh, a winter drop would be like with the snow. That'd yeah. be such a good one. You can yeah. make great content with it. Yeah. And I think it's like, it's crazy when you have a way to express your creative ideas and like, obviously like you can fund them yourself and mm-hmm. you really don't have anyone that you really need to depend on for it. Mm-hmm. And then the best part is like, people are always willing to just like want to help out or mm-hmm. like, they're so intrigued by it that you build new connections with it as yeah. well. And that's been one of like my favorite things is like the friends I've met, like made along the way. Mm-hmm um and just like hearing their creative ideas and it just it just all plays on each other and it's really cool so that it's cool so you kind of like get inspiration from other people too oh yeah like it's not just like a you project anymore like you have other people saying like no i think this would be better like oh maybe add this or maybe take that away you know which makes it so much more dynamic you know like um like my last shoot like i have my friend his name's leo and he's like really really big into fashion Mm -hmm. such a crazy creative mind like when it comes to like just organizing shoots or like content for social media or just fits in general. Yeah. And like I had him in my, in my um, photo shoot and like just the ideas he was throwing out there, like was stuff like I'd never would have thought of. Right. And so it just makes the, the, the quality of everything just so much higher and like, and it just, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. So Two opinions are sometimes better than one. Of course. <laughs> of course. That's a good one. That's a good, good thing. Okay. Um, so I guess like for your shirts and like everything that you made, 
how did you pick the quality in like texture and like you know like how what was the process for that and like how long did it take you to find like the one you know yeah so that's the probably the trickiest part of clothing because when you really are passionate about clothing like you care about what you put out there Mm -hmm. whereas i think 90 percent of people don't really give a shit about the details (laughs) if i'm gonna be honest which is okay because no one really has that much time to go in depth about it but um again like just lots of videos um, on either tiktok or youtube or or just scrolling the internet and just Mm -hmm. like just doing research by yourself like because when you have the passion of like just trying to find stuff out about it right like you'll just go down the rabbit hole and figure it all out um but like just just when you get in touch with the manufacturer like they'll give you options of like what materials to use like they'll you know give you all the information you kind of have to sort through and sample it yourself so Mm -hmm. like um my first drop i did i did tees from one place that were like heavyweight tees and Mm. they were way better quality than tees you just got from like your local like target or like yep you know just like it's 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 hard like to describe the detail of a shirt over talking Mm -hmm. but like just like when you when you feel it you'll you know the difference yeah um and then like with hoodies like you could find a simple plain hoodie like a gildan hoodie if anyone Mm -hmm. knows what a gildan hoodie is it's just like a plain blank one costs you like five dollars to make or like to to make or buy or whatever and yeah it gets the job done but will it last you a really long time Eh, you don't know know. yeah so like you want to try to find a manufacturer that has like organic cotton that Mm -hmm. that makes all their products out of cotton or Mm -hmm. like you know they use you know just um sustainable ways of making the fabrics and yeah just you know got to put time and research into it but um yeah yeah it's a process for it sure. is process not product yep you got it <laughs> you killed it right there laid that one out flat just for me <laughs> read it right off my hand yeah. um so i guess also fun fact about pat's hoodies for rare blue and like anything that he has in each like sweatshirt shirt anything he has like a little unique tag that he puts like another specific message on it and it's like something that I think is really unique for the brand because I've never seen it. I mean, I've seen it done before, but not like in the way that you do it, where you give something that's actually personal mm-hmm. into the clothing, yeah. which I think makes it so unique and like so you. So like what made you want to add that? And like, what does each one say? And like, how do you figure out like which one to add? You know? Yeah. So um, all the tags that I put in my shirts and my like fleeces and hoodies, well, except for the, the hoodies on the latest one. And you hand sew them in, right? I yeah. So yeah. I hand sew them in, except for the hoodies on the last one. I had someone else do them just because there were so many of them. I couldn't do it. Slight flex. No, I mean, like it just, it just, yeah, it just would not have been efficient. <laughs> but, but no, like each drop, I'll make a different tag of the logo, like mm-hmm. either just a different design or whatever. And I think it's just because I'm a person that likes, I just like constant change. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just don't want, like, obviously people like sticking to one thing over a while like you have like nike all this stuff mm-hmm. like your brand it goes over a while but i think with my brand i like just the way that it can flow and change into so many different things and mm-hmm. can appeal to so many different like types of you know people that want to like check it out and everything right i want it to be like a flexible flexible approach um but yeah so these tags like some of them will have unique messages just reminding someone of say like the value of their life like how rare they are um 
or just like a simple me message of just like you know like relating to like does love last or something or like you know just little mantras or quotes that like get people thinking about the clothes that they're they're wearing each day right know? just something a little different a little little, little, toss, different. little you know, spicy you know, a little spice a little spice in the sweats sweatshirt little, shirts yeah <laughs> a little, a little, little sizzle in the steak little little, little sizzle on the pan yo okay all right <laughs> um yeah so i i like i i don't know i think your i think your brand's really cool and i'm an advocate my mom's an advocate <laughs> like pet's shirt like his first relief release of the shirts is like my favorite shirt to wear around my apartment and like my sleep shirt and i think it's just been so cool like watching your brand grow because like you have just like such a creative mind so it's been cool to see you like put your thoughts and feelings into your like work and into your product i think it's so cool because i feel like not a lot of people just do it for like money and just go like viral on tiktok but for you like you actually want to get a message out there and you actually want people to feel special when they wear this stuff you know yeah yeah no i appreciate the kind words mm -hmm. that means a lot mm -hmm. appreciate it of course um but it yeah no i mean going off of that i think when you say like creative expression like growing up i was never the kid in like art classes like going crazy or anything you know like um and i think that just comes from just growing up i think like the school system we have like it doesn't really promote the creativity that i was kind of in tune looking with for, or yeah. looking for yeah so i think when as soon as i got out of school i realized that oh i had the freedom to just do this and go all out for it which mm -hmm. which is really cool but um it's kind of funny because the brand is kind of like a story of like of my life up until this point of just kind of like just kind of this release of of expression of of creative you know energy of just whatever i'm thinking and just wanting to like share it with the world like and then like when you post tiktoks or instagram posts or anything like it's it's your personal creative expression you're mm -hmm. you're, you're putting out there and i think that definitely like just helps with um just like growing it like coming of age of like just becoming the person you want to become mm -hmm. like just like getting that confidence of just expressing yourself yeah so because it's, it's healthy too like yeah. and, it, and, it, and it's at your own pace as well and i think this was the perfect pace of how i wanted to to show it to the world yeah because you know? it's you've been ha you've had it for how long uh started it just about mm, middle of 2022 like officially so it's gonna be about a year and a half now coming up in january here oh just so, a baby yeah just a baby <laughs> but it's like it's um, taken off though like you've done very well with it yeah i mean the the instagram is doing very well like the reception i get from people about the stuff they buy like really most of the time it's it's very very good mm -hmm. except for you know like maybe something they would want to change on it but like I take that as a positive thing, mm -hmm. like just ways to improve. Feedback's good. Yeah, feedback's good. Yeah, and I'm open to it. Like that's it. Like definitely putting your ego to the side and just being totally willing to listen to how people feel about it. Like mm -hmm. that's the sh that like that's the shit I want to hear rather than people be like, oh, I like it. Yeah, yeah. and I mean like that's great too. But it's mm -hmm. just like, oh, like if I can make this better, let's, let me know. Let's fucking make it better. Yeah. you know. Um. Yeah. So doing it about a year and a half, and then like and again, I'm just like taking my time with it. Mm -hmm. I my biggest thing i'm learning with this is, is patience because i like to rush things a lot mm -hmm. and um 
like when you have a creative project like this, sometimes you put so much money and time and effort, you can't just, you know, force it, rush force it out. It, yeah. And uh, so it's got to be authentic. And I mean, you look at the most successful brands too. And like, I love going to like big brands that have like hundreds of thousands of followers and going mm-hmm. to their first posts that were like oh. seven years before yeah. they started. And like, you just can see the growth and they keep the pictures on the page. And mm-hmm. like, it's really cool because those brands that like stay true to like a continuous growth like it's it stands out and it it shows so yeah yeah it'll be cool cool to see it from bottom to top top. (laughs) i was gonna say top to bottom yeah i I mean we'll see like what are your goals for it like let's say like another year and a half from now like what do you hope the brand looks like or like it is you know yeah so definitely i really want to do my own uh a pop-up shop a pop-up shop of just like kind of yeah like just going either to like you know downtown chicago or like doing around there or or any way of um you know actually like having a a storefront Mm -hmm. in in person instead of just being online that's definitely one thing i want to achieve um and then probably do a collaboration with the brand oh that'd be sick too. yeah that would be really cool and honestly i think just like continually using it as a way to to meet people mm-hmm. like i think i use the brand as well as just like a kind of uh i don't know how you say it, like a social network yeah social network in a yeah. sense of like um going out and you're just being able to connect with someone over maybe a common interest of like yeah you both like clothes mm-hmm. yada 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 and just build from there because mm-hmm. i think when you graduate school like it's really tough to find people that share common interests mm-hmm. without it being like super awkward and weird or just randomly <laughs> going up to people be like so yeah god that yeah. part sucks <laughs> yeah, but, yeah but that'd be so cool a pop-up shop would be sick yeah and like and like the oh man the the coolest part about it would be like obviously just having your own music going like just making it like a welcoming environment oh. like not forcing people vibe. to have to yeah. buy anything just like coming in like experiencing walking just, by just like aesthetic. seeing the brand yeah. seeing yeah. the clothes seeing what you have and like if it sticks it sticks and if they buy something cool and if they don't like they saw it like a, your brand yeah. you know it's, just, it's exposure yeah exactly and yeah i mean like the, and that's the best part is like i think that's the tough the tough thing is like there's so many people that support it and they love the idea and it's mm-hmm. just like you understand if like they don't want to drop x amount of money on clothes because like yeah maybe they don't like want to there's mm-hmm. so many variables that go into it but like i think just connecting with the person having a conversation about you know either clothing or just like what's going on in their life and mm-hmm. you're connecting with that through like the through rare blue like that's one of the main goals of the brand just yeah. to connect people yeah because i also think meeting the people that are interested in your brand and kind of like explaining more like what the brand is as somebody i feel like would make it so much more special too yeah because like i feel like it's one thing to just like go to a nike store and buy whatever woo mm-hmm. the swoosh cool but like yours again has that deeper meaning behind it mm-hmm. so i feel like if you were to connect like face to face with your customers it'd be so yeah. much like cooler because yeah. they could actually like hear like from you what it really means and i just think that that'd be so cool i think it'd be so much fun and you'd meet so many cool people and that would just be so much more exposure and like knowing our day and age there'd be some influencer there and then you just go viral yeah <laughs> no yeah and and i mean viral is not even the angle of it either it's like 
kind of just making a community of of people that will feel comfortable in expressing themselves. Mm -hmm. Like um, one thing I do with the Instagram is I, I like to follow accounts or like personal people that they may not even have like a lot of followers, but they'll post like fit pics mm -hmm. or like they'll, you know, be posting like uh, just stuff that aligns with the brand. Mm -hmm. So I'll follow them and then I'll see like who else they follow and I'll try to like connect and like make this, you know, connection of like, oh, it's kind of all aligning like the same thing we like. Mm -hmm. um, and then maybe I'll like I'll send them like a hat or a beanie or a shirt or something and mm -hmm. they'll they'll rep it because it's like you build that connection and they wear your wear your brand and it's like just a win win. Yeah. And like they get exposure as well. Their Instagram gets exposure if you repost them and everything. Yeah. And I think that's like the positive way I try to look at it is just like like people like we as people like we need each other. Mm -hmm. And I think with phones and and social media and stuff, it's tough to kind of like get a good glimpse of like I don't know how to put it. Like it's really tough to get a good glimpse of how you actually connect with someone mm -hmm. over the phones because like, mm -hmm. you could just text someone and you might you might say like oh lmao and you might not actually be smiling behind you're not the phone. actually laughing your ass off yeah but like when you <laughs> when you have like a conversation and like you send someone one of your garments or products and like they actually wear it like mm -hmm. that's like a representation of like oh they went out took the effort of taking photos with it and mm -hmm. it's just like that's the way i look at it you yeah know? so yeah in person just makes it so much better yeah Wow. I guess what's been what's been like your biggest learning curve from it and then what's been like your favorite peak? Like what's been like your like not lowest low but like your low and then your high. Like what's been yeah. like your favorite and least favorite? Um definitely the least favorite is just I think it's like that the least favorite part is taking that risk of like when you drop X amount of money, mm -hmm. you spend X amount of time mm -hmm. and you're it's tough because the goal of it is not to get the likes right. or the, the the comments or the reposts or like that's not the goal. The goal is to obviously just still have it be an expression of my my creative side. Mm -hmm. But when you do run like a business, well, I wouldn't call it a yeah it is you can a call it a business yeah but you can flaunt it it's a business you need to like just support yourself right you know what i'm saying so right. you need to be making ends meet like just making sure that you have like everything covered so you're not just losing a shit ton of money right so that's the least favorite part is like maybe you post a video you really liked mm -hmm. and you thought it could get good exposure and it doesn't get any any likes or mm -hmm. as many views as you want those are the one i think that's the most discouraging and like lowest parts mm -hmm. are like mm -hmm. when you get really like energetic or like really creative about an idea you like and mm -hmm. maybe the audience reaction isn't what you expected right i feel like that's where a lot of people get really discouraged or mm -hmm. unmotivated mm -hmm. but i i think like when you're able to turn that into like you're happy about what you made mm -hmm. i think that's the way of like pushing through it yeah um but that's definitely the toughest like lowest part is like oh yeah this drop like didn't sell like i had 20 shirts and maybe only five sold mm -hmm. and you're like you're like looking at your balance sheet of you're like oh, crap like what am i gonna do mm -hmm. but you got to make like positive out of, neg out of a negative so like you maybe you just link up with someone on instagram and mm -hmm. you just send them a shirt like hey like you don't have to post anything but just like hey 
you fits your vibe can i send this to you mm-hmm. most of the time people say yeah yeah and you never know like who can see what and and, and all this stuff because it's only it's never cool until it is yeah so like i mean that that's the point i go with it is like as long as you feel authentic about it yourself maybe people might not fuck with it now mm-hmm. but you just you just stay true to be like yeah i i like that idea i mean mm-hmm. and maybe if someone gravitates to it um but positive side honestly the best part is when i'm just literally down on my laptop making designs or just working on just the aesthetic of their brand and just like bumping music on my speaker mm-hmm. in the basement like oh, such a vibe no it's it, <laughs> it's it's like when you get in like everyone has their flow state yeah and when you get in that creative flow state and i've never experienced it growing up because mm-hmm. i was never i never felt like i was allowed to yeah if that makes sense and like, you never really tapped into the right thing either like this is like your first time like tapping into like your creative outlet yeah yeah and and it's crazy like when you grow up in school like obviously you could go on a whole rant about the school system but we're not here for that but like <laughs> But like in school, you're told what to do. You're told what mm-hmm. to think. You're told mm-hmm. how to behave most of the time, or like not someone directly, but like socially, like with your friends and everything. And I think when you spend that alone time by yourself, and you really are just in a in a frequency or energy of just being with you and like the stuff you really enjoy listening to or, or looking at, it just arises this like flow of energy that like it's so. It's undescribable. Mm-hmm. It's literally undescribable. Yeah. But it just, it's, it's so. It's just flowing. It's, and you're just having the time of your life. No, and it literally, it is better than like after like you go through like maybe like a, like a session of like me creating something and like bumping music for like an hour or two. The feelings I get from that are better than the feelings I get from sometimes someone even buying my stuff. Because mm-hmm. obviously it's amazing when someone buys right. your art, but like knowing that you can tap into that yourself without mm-hmm. needing an outside Abs- source. validation or yeah, just, yeah that that's what like peaks it and i think mm-hmm. that's the best part of like having a creative venture like i mean for fuck's sakes like anything that you find attractive in terms of like just making um you know like a simple like a uh, mural of something or like I'm not, how do i even describe it just like anything that you think is creative that makes you feel good about yourself mm-hmm. do it like you just gotta fucking do it yeah because that's like your that's like your inner self just crying out to just be like yo let's fucking do let's this. do this yeah because the more you hold it in it's just it it wears you down it does wear you down because it's just like how do i how do i tap into this and you just feel frustrated and it's just like when you're not doing it like let's say you work nine to five job whatever but you're super passionate about like this side project and you're just like oh, it'll never work, so I'm never going to do it. And then you're just like miserable because mm-hmm. you have that urge to create and make and mm-hmm. like do that, but you just like don't put the energy into it. It's just like so, it's just not, like that was me with this podcast. Like I would come home from my, my nine to five and I'm like, I'm so fucking bored and I listen to podcasts all the time and I think they're so fun yeah. and I feel like I have such a personality that maybe, me, I'm hyping myself up, that people just want to <laughs> listen to me, you know? Oh, no, yeah. And just like, hear what I have to say, even if it's just chatting shit for an hour, like, I feel like I could do that. And so one day I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to do this. But like, and ever since I've done it, if I have just like one of the days where I'm feeling so creative, yeah, and I just want to sit down and talk, it's so fun versus like, if I didn't, I'm just like, okay, am I going to talk to a wall? Like, you know, like, it's (laughs) just fun to like, have something like this to look forward to outside of like, everything else you do. Yeah, And I think if you don't, if you don't put 
your energy that you have into that creative state it's just kind of like sits and it's like yeah. you know just, yeah, it's, it's a waste because it's like everyone has something so unique to them and such like a talent yeah and i feel like if i feel like when you have that creative urge it is a talent and when you don't use it it's just like not a waste but it's just like it's sad mm-hmm. to see people not take advantage of it because like you said like society puts this role on us that like we shouldn't be doing that you know like it's just stupid and it's like so silly and fun and like if it makes you happy and it makes you feel creative and excites you fucking keep doing it you know like who cares how quote-unquote successful it is like you're making yourself happy people are enjoying it too doesn't matter how many and you're just like putting yourself out there and i think that's way better than sitting behind the screen and not taking advantage of it exactly exactly and it like going off that too is it's crazy as you say like you just had a passion to just you know start a podcast and start talking you know and Mm -hmm. just like just sharing how you felt about certain topics or whatever and it i always there's someone i always heard this somewhere is like you never know how you affect other people Mm -hmm. because obviously you can't read people's minds Mm -hmm. but like i always put in perspective like maybe listen to this podcast maybe there's someone that's just at work right now they're bored for an hour Mm -hmm. or they want to go on a run for an hour and Mm -hmm. they just want to listen to someone else's perspective on something because obviously in our heads like maybe we're just thinking about something that's just completely useless, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. And like, you just want to escape to like, just listen to something else. Mm -hmm. So for you, like you might think you're just, you know, talking about something that, you know, just normal stuff for you, but Mm -hmm. for another person, they might've never heard this perspective. Right. And so like, they might tune into this, be like, Oh yeah. So then you trace it back. Like, Oh shit. If I never pursued my creative expression, Mm -hmm. that person would have never had that perspective. Mm -hmm. And that perspective help that person in a certain aspect of their life mm-hmm. it's just like crazy how it all connects it is yeah no it's crazy and i just i think it's so cool because even though like how like quote-unquote small like a project could be it's still affecting people regardless oh yeah and even if people come across it in like a small way it's like oh they still have that message in their head you know yeah. Yeah. and it's 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 cool and especially like with you yours is like physically in the presence like people mm-hmm. are physically reading the back of your shirt sweatshirts like all of it and like seeing your product and I think that's I think that's so cool because that's also just like a physical manis- manifestation of your thoughts and your feelings and like how you want to be perceived, you know. Yeah. And so I think it's just a really cool message too. And it's just like your literal passion on clothing, and yeah. I think it's so cool. And 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 that's the part is uh is creativity doesn't have to be physical either. Mm-mm. Like everyone, it, it can be personal. It can be like interpersonal you can want to share you don't have to share like it's just this certain flow state of like how you feel about how you want a thing to look Mm -hmm. and like you can change and manipulate it however Mm -hmm. you want but i mean yeah for me i think i'm more of like having to see it in person Mm -hmm. but um but i mean the the tough thing too is um is like there's always some ideas that come in my mind of like visuals of like maybe how i want to make like a photo shoot or whatever yeah but in my head the creative idea is so out there it's so mm-hmm. expressive it's so crazy mm-hmm. but like you're in reality to make that happen <laughs> may cost like a million dollars or some <laughs> random shit and so like some that, restrictions so at that time you're kind of like okay like well you're not a failure for not expressing it right but like the fact that you have this crazy idea in your head like it just makes me feel good that i can make something like that mm-hmm. in my brain right like which took me a while to understand mm-hmm. but like I was like, oh, okay, like that makes sense. Like I don't have to go out and always make it a reality. Right. Like, just keeping that idea in my head is is better. Right. 
Yeah. Because um, you yeah. never know. One day it could turn into real reality. Well, exactly. Yeah. And and that's the crazy part is is I mean, as long as it's like a authentic, passionate idea that you have about something, like mm -hmm. I just have a belief that it, it will eventually come true. It yeah. may not be the exact way you want it, but right. like it comes in the, the the best way. Right. In the most authentic way. I so. mean, it's just like our beginning ideas of both of our things. Like we wanted to do it. So we were just like one day, yeah. one day we were like, that seems so out there. There's no way it would work. And then one day you're just like, it snaps and you're like, okay, I'm doing this, you know? And yeah. I think, so I think for anything in the future, like just know that like one day it'll just snap, you know, and then it will be possible. And like, maybe like you said, not the exact same way, but it'll, it'll come to fruition. Yeah. Like if you think about it, it'll come your way. Yeah. And I think, with creativeness, it's it's that crazy thing of of regret and not expressing it over time is like, oh yeah, is is there's that thing. I mean, you can be there's the quote that you can be the person you want to become at any time, but at the same time, it's like um, if you have the opportunity, say you're at, you're in your young twenties and you have the energy, you have the youth to really really go for it. Whereas you know someone who's seventy or seventy five, you know, like they don't have as much energy, you mm -hmm. know. I'm, I mean, you know, I don't know that, but <laughs> hey, you so know. what I'm saying is like, yeah, you're, you're, you're getting a little, you know, slower in your life and everything. And you don't want to just look back at your life and be like, oh crap. Like I should have done that. You know, yeah, that's worth like, that's to, worse. to me, that's worse than death. If I'm going to be honest, because <laughs> it was a creative idea that was sitting there waiting for you to call yeah. on it and you didn't do didn't anything. Do it. On it. Yeah. And, and I even face that now is like, sometimes there's opportunities that I miss even now and i'm kind of like i beat myself up for it because i'm like like what the fuck like why not mm -hmm. and the biggest thing i always correlated to is just is simply just fear like mm -hmm. of just fear of just fear some of failure and like just some stupid shit yeah. yeah and it an event and it's like crazy because it never actually is as bad as you think it is right never and it's so crazy how we put such like hard expectations on ourselves when it comes to being creative mm -hmm. but like being creative is like all about trial and error and like failing and like being successful and all that like it's all ebb and flow and like learning what works and what doesn't work and like i don't know it's just it's cool it's a cool thing to have a creative side and like actually take action on it yeah no and, and going off what you said like what i said about unfortunately that's just that is the type of teaching you're taught growing up in school mm -hmm. is you don't have the time to fail Right, right, because exactly, you yes. Get, you get punished of getting held back, mm -hmm. you get left out of social groups. Mm -hmm. You basically have the world against you if you fail. If you fail, yeah. And that's, and that's instilled on you like ever since you're a little kid. Right. So it's tough to kind of break out of that. And so I think it was like when I figured, like when I was graduating college, it was kind of that snap of a realization of like, there's not a single person here to tell me you're I getting held back. Right. Like, yeah, I got my degree. I got, I have my you know, chance to go out and if I need a nine to five job to pay the bills, whatever. Yeah. But I don't have anyone there telling me like, you can't do this, can't do that. Mm -hmm. And so it like, it really, really hurts me. Like just thinking the idea that every single person has a creative side, oh yeah, whether they want to admit it or not. Mm -hmm. And it might be in the smallest, tiniest thing, or mm -hmm. it might be the biggest project ever, ever or whatever. Yeah. But I think it always hurts the most is like just seeing that someone was never taught that they could mess up and it'd be okay. Yeah. You know, because like with everything with art, like the first draft of everything is like. The never, drafts. Yeah. There's drafts for a reason. But like that, I think that's the tough part is just growing up in our society 
you're not it's just instilled in us that you're not allowed to mess up mm-hmm. and then keep going at it again mm-hmm. because there's just there's re- these these random time like time frames we have to get in and just these all these just crazy things that are just like holding a lot of creativity back mm-hmm. at least that's how i feel about it yeah so yeah no i agree it's so crazy thinking about that like how much goes against us but it really does happen kind of like either in college or out of college because you really like don't have anybody to answer to you have so much time on your hands you're like mm-hmm. i feel like that's when you're most creative is when you're bored which yeah it's like when you're bored you just it's like kind of when we were kids when we were bored snap the fingers imaginary friend or you're playing in the backyard doing mm-hmm. something it's kind of like that thing but for now like as an adult we're like okay but how can i put this out into the world and like make it fun for me you know yeah. like it's so it's cool to learn like what we find creative now as an adult and yeah i mean and going off that point as well about the boredom is like um this boredom is uh, it's just one of the healthiest calming things that can happen is like it's maybe not our favorite thing but it's a necessity oh totally because i mean unfortunately and i hate to say it, it's this, it's just a sad reality that we're just addicted to our phones mm-hmm. and I mean, we're never bored anymore yeah it's just that's the sad reality so the creativity from a lot of us or a lot of people you can tell that it probably is not as best as it could be mm-hmm. just simply because of there's constant simulation there's constant something to do all the mm-hmm. time so your brain can't take a time to process and come up with something new right. or you know readjust something or your brain's constantly just consuming 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 mm-hmm. and so i think at least from what i noticed is like there's there's some times now where it's like a lot of people like to really follow a certain status quo mm-hmm. and it's not on their part but it's simply because that's all you see and that's all you're used to mm-hmm. and you don't sit with yourself enough to be like oh, wait, actually, I don't want to dress like this because right. I actually don't really like it. Even though it looks cool, I don't really agree with it. You mm-hmm. know, like, and it's okay to disagree with what the whole, you know, society is going with at the, at the time and stuff. Mm-hmm. And no one's going to hark you for it. Like, no. you know. Like, every, like everything's creative expression now. Like, fashion's, mm-hmm. fashion is all over the place now. Like, everything's creative. And I guess, like, how do you, where would you put we're blue in terms of like the fashion realm right now like where who do you think would be it's like competitors like where would it be you know um, well in terms of our following like we have just a little over a thousand followers so i wouldn't mm-hmm. say it's like yeah it's it's it's, it's a lot of people yeah it's a it's a nice number to have but it's a little like it's definitely just um when you compare it to other brands, it's probably in the realms of just like, um, how do I put it? What's up? One brand I really like is Basket Case Gallery. Mm. I know. Have you heard of it before? I think I've heard of it. It's really, really popular now. Mm. But the whole idea of it was just this guy named, um, I think it was Zach. I forgot his last name. His name's Zach. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that started it. Mm-hmm. And literally just watching videos on how he did it was just a, a simple authentic creative idea he started that he had when he was i think he was in college or he just graduated from college had no money mm-hmm. but he just followed his path of just creativeness and then he just kept building upon that 
and i mean now his the brand's at like a crazy following but like i want to try to say it's close to that in the sense of like it's just me authentically trying to express myself mm-hmm. and it might blow up it might not that's mm-hmm. not really my goal mm-hmm. my goal is to just make sure that i'm expressing everything that i want to yeah um so i would kind of put it along those lines and in the fashion realm like the clothing wise there's definitely way more i could improve on in terms of like you know the the fit the silhouettes like it could mm-hmm. definitely be more more way more like fashionista like mm-hmm. like really in detail about it but i think it's good streetwear though i think it's really cool streetwear yeah it, and it's and i want it to be like streetwear loungewear maybe a luxury something here and there it like, could be like an essentials i could see it being like yeah. new essentials yeah just like something along those lines of like i want it to be just something that a majority of people can gravitate to because mm-hmm. obviously you have your brands of like certain niche of it can afford it or right. wear it mm, yeah but like at least it just comes from my personality of like someone that tries to get along with as many people as mm-hmm. possible um or just tries to at least understand people as many under understand as many people as possible right and so i think clothing that a lot of people can wear would fit that ideal yeah um but yeah i think there's just way more to improve on with it yeah but um but yeah i'd say it's in a good spot right now i think it's in a great spot yeah we've done i've done shorts hoodie beanie hat sleeveless vest uh you've done a lot yeah and i wanted oh and then a button-up fleece as well the next one I want to do is either make my own shoe Ooh. or make a, like a rain jacket. Or Ooh. Like a, yeah, something rain like jacket that. would be cool. But who knows? That, that might be subject to change. So. <laughs> but yeah. Do you have anything else in the works? Like anything, any more like basic tees or sweatshirts, um, anything like that? The one I really want to do again is the Does, Does Love Last like for I Valentine's Day. One. Oh, that's a that's a good Valentine's Day collection. Like yeah. re-releasing it around Valentine's Day and like changing up the design a little bit. Yeah, that's and, a good idea. No, and the the main point of the thing or the brand was to be just one-off collections of like once it's done, it it won't be created again. Mm-hmm. I know that goes against kind of what a lot of people say, like if it's a successful like money maker or whatever. Right. But I think it kind of plays in the tunes of like it's a con- it's a continuous change or mm-hmm. expression. Like I don't want to be going back and recreating recreating it just to fill people's needs for it but like and i understand that maybe if the market was big enough of like thousands of people wanting it which you know right now it's not the reality but okay yeah maybe like look into that but this does love last one is completely different because i think it's just this open-ended question that i think everyone wants to have like just know the answer to Mm -hmm. and you you, we never like there is no right answer yeah Mm -hmm. So, like, to put it on a T-shirt and have people read that out loud, it's always crazy to just see the reactions of, yeah. like, when I posted it on my Instagram, I had, like, five people swipe up and say, like, oh, fuck no, like, love doesn't last. Like, that <laughs> shit's fucking ass. Like, don't ever fucking love everyone ever again. And then you have, like, five other people that respond, like, yes, it does last. Like, you just got to, you know, like, keep strong, like, beliefs in your, like, love. And, mm-hmm. like, you just seeing different perspectives of it. And it's just, like... um, I think that's the coolest part about it. Yeah. I think that'd be cool if you did, like, around Valentine's Day, if you're doing the drop, if you, like, went out in Chicago and, like, did, like, the mic thing and, like, asked random people, like, so, do you think love lasts? You know what? That, and then they give, like, a really creative answer, like, give them a shirt or something. That's you know? fucking an insane idea. <laughs> See, that's what I'm like, talking about, like, right there. Like, that idea that yeah. you just came out, that is, that is, like, 
the staple of what I wanted to be like. Just right. us having a conversation, that amazing idea just boom. Yeah. Popped out of nowhere. Yeah. And like that's something that wasn't even on my mind. Yeah. But like right there you were already boom, just thinking about it. Yeah. So it's kinda like this brand is just like literally just a collaboration of just people. Mm-hmm. Like of just just trying to get to know people, get their minds going. Like cause like so say for example, like we do your idea. Mm-hmm. Like for you, you might be like Oh shit! Like my creative idea is actually like in the, the works. Yeah, it's in the works, and then it maybe might give you the confidence to go pursue it something else because mm-hmm. you're like, oh shit! Like what I made and suggested actually had value. Mm-hmm. You know, not saying nothing. You know, like ideas don't have value, but I'm right. just saying like that's what this is about. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it's about. I think it's cool. We just like ripped off each other. Yeah. <laughs> no, but honestly, that'd be fucking hilarious. That'd actually be people, such a good one. People's reactions, like, because that's like all that's like the trend right now. People just like going around, like asking questions or whatever. And like in Chicago, we're on Valentine's Day. There's so many people that you could ask. Oh yeah. Oh my god, it'd be so good. No, that's a great idea. And then also too, like, just at the current state of just like the dating scene and oh everything. Like, I feel like that. No, like I genuinely feel like that would be the most perfect like yeah. question to ask. Like, yeah. just get so much topic going around. Yes, it. and then you get so many people wear the brand too. If, yeah. if you because obviously you'd have to explain like i'm doing this like for my brand like you should yeah. answer the question like do you think love lasts and if they are like if they just give like a shit answer it's like okay but if they give a dope one it's like okay like you get a shirt <laughs> like, you know okay, yeah. <laughs> no that's no yeah no answer is a shit answer but i'm just saying <laughs> that'd be cool yeah i can like take the video if you want oh yeah <laughs> whenever well, i'm in illinois yeah yeah maybe like Maybe like Zoom, next year. Zoom record it or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Just FaceTime you when it's happening. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, no, that's a great idea. Maybe I'd have to think about that one. Yeah. But um Yeah, I think it's just like there's no um I think it's just like I don't know how to explain it. Like it's just simply like that self discovery of like when you have something you really want to go after, you just you just trust yourself on it. Because if you fail or succeed regardless, like you will learn something more mm-hmm. about you, about life, and you'll gain something overall rather than just have never done never anything about it. it. Like, um I don't I don't mean to sound like your typical, you know, Travis Scott fan, but like <laughs> but like today, like I just like I saw this video and it just like was a full circle thing of like him back in twenty fourteen was performing in front of crowds that were like 30 people mm-hmm. like no one wanted to show up to his stuff like barely he was getting any attention whatever that was like when he first started it. and then like to see where he's at now like of like just literally making these you know insane shows and everything and he like i just look at it him as a example of it of like if he didn't tap into his creative expression i'm just thinking about well how many like people has he like affected with his music Mm -hmm. you know like and i just think about that with a lot of musicians or artists of like what you make really can resonate with someone yeah and it can make them feel something again Mm -hmm. like because there might be someone like going through a tough time and like you know maybe they just need to see or feel or hear something that will just spark them you know and it's all about just i think that's the most beautiful part of art is like that's what it's that's what it's here for Mm -hmm. it's like to connect and make people just like feel alive again feel mm-hmm. like a human again yeah you know? like and like actually think and like actually create thoughts and actually 
yeah instead just of create their own unique ideas yeah instead of just always like putting your head down and being like this has to be this certain way right. blah, 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 blah. Like, or letting social media or anybody else convince you like what it should be yeah and and it's tough because again like from a young age a lot of us are just taught to just kind of think in that straight line right and think that oh yeah straight line thinking mm-hmm. get x amount of dollars whatever hit this certain age boom 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 mm-hmm. you know that's life like Okay, if you want it to be that way, simple, go about it that way. But I think life's just too complex of like just certain things that affect us and like people help people, you mm-hmm. know. So I think um, I think that overall, like I think that's where creative, like the, overcoming the fear of letting out your creative side, like you can see the, the benefits of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's cool when it all comes to play. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any last words that you want to give to all the people? And plug yourself. Where can we find you? Where can we find Wear Blue? <laughs> Where are you? Yeah. So um, so we're on Instagram and TikTok. We also have our website up right now. So it's literally rareblue.co is the website. So you just type that in straight into Amazing. Safari or Google and you go right to the website. Um, and then same username for Instagram and TikTok. Um, and again, if you guys want to buy anything, um, we have our stuff on our website on tiktok shop and then um if you do buy through tiktok shop they give you like some discount codes mm. um so yeah if you want to check that out there that's that's all you know all good and dandy <laughs> all, good and, all dandy. good and dandy but um but yeah so just um lots of stuff planned for probably around you know springtime mm-hmm. that's probably when i'll do like my next collection release nice um I'm gonna my eyes peeled what? I'm going to keep my eyes peeled. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It'll be uh, it'll be an interesting one. It will be. I'm excited for Rare Blue 2024. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> I'm also uh, hopefully hop back on this podcast soon, you know? You will. You will. It was a great time. You're yeah. an amazing host. Of oh, Thanks. I know. In my cozy home. And we tried to do the video, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. But like, it worked had, out. like the questions, just perfect. Thanks. On cue. You thanks. Know, supplied me with. Beverages, refreshments. Beverages, cookies, popcorn. Nice fireplace going to. <laughs> the fake fireplace. <laughs> I think it's real. I think it's real. I'm I convinced. Real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, thanks, Pat, for being on. Yeah. And everyone, go check out Wear Blue. Go check out the Instagram, TikTok, website. And I can promise you that the sweatshirt I will never be taking off. So, yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And I will catch you on the next pod. Bye.